This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. How is everyone going into this game? Because obviously it's a, it's a weird time to be having a, an international fixture. Um, well, it's, yeah, weird. It's different. Everyone came in differently. Uh, so we also had a team before, or, or a team preparation and, and made it individual too. That was necessary. Uh, some had some rest after the, after the Euro. Some had less rest. Uh, some played more minutes than others. Uh, but I think we're ready with uh, some yesterday good session. The first sessions were more based on individuals where they were. And we will have the last session uh, after this meeting and then we're ready for tomorrow. Is everyone available? Yeah. How difficult has it been, will it be, to select your starting 11 considering people, as you said, are at different stages of pre-season preparation and obviously you've had injuries and retirements to the team as well? Yeah, it's it's actually always difficult to make starting lineup. Um, we take everything in consideration, but every player we have in our squad, uh, and that's the same for now. Yes, we do have some changes from uh, the Euros, um, so but but you have to adapt to a new situation too. Um, so we get solutions. We are of course in a good position with players with this level we have. Uh, so it's still very luxurious. Billy, how are you going into this? Obviously, you have had much of a break. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you, actually. Um, yeah, listen, it's it's always difficult, I think, coming off the back of tournaments and, and getting straight back into it. But as a footballer, that is, that is your job. Um, and, yeah, you do have to expect um, yeah, this sort of schedule from time to time and it's not always going to be perfect. But, yeah, we've all come in with a great mentality and everyone's looking good. So, yeah, excited for the game. You haven't had long to sort of, you know, savour, celebrate, I suppose, the Euros. And now we're already talking about... A World Cup. <laughs> yeah, it does, uh, it does seem crazy. But again, I think something I've learned over the years in football is, you know, you do, you compete on the highest levels, you have success. And, you know, at some point we do have to, you know, look forward to the next challenge. And that is um, securing qualification in the, in the World Cup. So, yeah, our minds are completely set on the job that we've got to do this week. So, in a final question from me, obviously we're here at a stadium 
it's only going to have 2,700 fans. Um, is it a little disappointing that we're not in a sort of bigger stadium? We're not, you know, more fans aren't here. They're, you know, bigger England sort of following as well. Yes, it's, it's totally different. Um, and yes, uh, coming from out the Euros, uh, it's really, yeah, it was really good. Uh, now the stadium is small. Uh, I think we could fit some more people, or we would like to see some more people. I think the Austria team too. They're ready for that. Should I wait for a second? So yes, a little bit disappointing, um, but it also shows that the women's game is just developing so much that we need to think a little bigger, and we can play bigger stadiums. And as, as the Austrian team has developed so much, they're doing so, such a good job. It's good that it's sold out, but I hope in the future they'll take another decision. And we hope it's not next to a local airfield next time as well. Pardon me? We hope the game isn't next to a local airfield next yeah. time as well. Yeah. Thanks, Irina. Exactly. Thanks. Yeah. Um, just on that, for both of you, actually, is it a bit of an adjustment? I mean, in, in some ways, this is what you've been used to for a long time. And then you've had this amazing summer and you've sold out Wembley, you know, time and time again. Will it take a mindset adjustment to come here tomorrow night to only be in front of two and a half thousand fans? Um, well, I think after the Euros, I think we have spoken with the team about mindset and getting ready. Uh, the situation we're in right now, and this is one of the things that we have to be ready for. But this team is so uh, so eager to win and to show, yeah, to show actually to show we are how good we can play, and we really can win something tomorrow because if we ha if we have a good result, we'll qualify uh, for the World Cup. So that will be absolutely something that we'll be focusing on and on our game. Yes, and we would have loved to have more spectators tomorrow, but they're not there. It will be full. Um, and and that's, that's just the way it is now. So we'll do it. Yeah, I think similar to, to what Serena said, is we're just so focused on ourselves and, and our game plan going into this game and getting the job done, really, and having a good performance. Um, so, yeah, I think any stadium we play in, we want to perform, we want to yeah, focus on ourselves. And, yeah, it would, would be nice to have bigger crowds, but, again... You know, we're hoping the women's game can keep moving in that direction and everybody can push for, for bigger stadiums. I've spoken to a few agents in the last few weeks who've all said, I've never known anything like so, so busy. As a player, what have these last few weeks been like for you? Has everything gone up a bit of a notch? Yeah, definitely. I think I spent the first five days just at home, just trying to take it all in, really, and, and adjust to to normal life I guess you, you're on camp every single day we've we've got such a, a family feeling in our environment now that we spend every single minute together and then you achieve this massive thing and then you go home and it's like oh well, everyone's gone now so yeah it's a big adjustment first and foremost and then you know you have a, a week off and then it's straight back into to game mode but I do think you get used to it over the years as a player is is that that is what football brings um, but yeah in terms of lifestyle it's definitely changed people recognising you everywhere you go and um, ultimately that's where we wanted the women's game to go to so yeah it's it's really nice and a proud moment that we've we've achieved that um, and yeah we keep pushing in that direction have you perfected your selfie face yet when you get <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> Serena apologies if you, you you know you will have already answered this last week but you're way for coach of the year back-to-back -back European championships 20 games unbeaten can you just try and sum up for us just what a whirlwind year this has been for you professionally? Yeah, 
um, well, you know, when I started last year, September, um, you just, you hope things going well. That's what I said last week too. And you're trying to do your best. You're trying to make your, yeah, work out some plans together with the staff, then bring that to the players uh, with support of the FA, of course. And things are then starting. You, you feel the connection um, and things went really well. And um, yes, we, we were just waiting for some disappointment moments. But we had some in games, but not actually outside the games. But the team adapted so much, so good um, throughout the year, like in Arnold Clark Cup, for example, and also the game against the Netherlands, the friendly, but then in the Euros, it went so well. All the things that, that I hoped for, together with the staff, just worked really well. And that's just an incredible feeling. And um, actually, I'm still sometimes thinking, what's going on? What happened? But I just enjoyed the moment. Do you, do you have the saying cloud nine in, uh, in Holland? <laughs> no, we have the, the pink cloud. That's the pink cloud. <laughs> the I remember pink now. Cloud. So you've been on pink cloud since, since no, July. Well, some moments, but then I get off. <laughs> we'll just take round it again, and then we go. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Elizabeth. Who should we go to now? Tom? <laughs> Thank you. Hi, hi both. Um, Serena, when um, Ebony was talking on Tuesday, she said that um, Ellen's retirement was a chance then for all the other strikers, you know, to fight for that spot and the number nine spot being up for grabs. How impressed have you been with all your strikers this week? And have you made your mind up yet on who who will start at number nine tomorrow? Yeah, um, yeah. With Ebony, we of course she was in camp last year, September. Um, got some feedback. She, she went to America. She had, she made a change club. She does really well, uh, and we we want to see her in our environment. Of course, the position the number nine is very competitive. As actually all the comp all the positions in the team is very are very competitive. Um, I did make up my mind. Basically, I'm not going to share that yet because we still have one training session. But I'm happy with the way we run the pitch. As I said at the beginning of this press conference, we didn't have many moments together as a team, uh, but we did see some things, and I uh, enjoyed that and liked it. And could I also ask about Austria and how just how tough an opponent they're going to be tomorrow? Obviously, quarter finalists. It was quite close in the past two games you've yeah. had. What do you make of their strengths? Yeah, I think um, they have, uh, I, as I just said too, they've grown so much over the years. Like in 2017, they were really good, but also in defence. But in possession, they've grown a lot too. I think uh, they've done a great job and against us, but also in the Germany game, they were really good. They're a tough team, they're very organized, but they also want to go forward and real direct. Um, so we really have to, to get a real high level to be successful tomorrow. So we, we, yeah, well, we're warm, but we're ready. Thank you both very much. Thanks very much, Tom. Can I just ask the photographers to move to the back of the room now? Is that okay? Thank you. Um, we'll go to Susie. Hey, both. Um, a bit more of a general one, Serena. Obviously, you've got the squads down to the core of 23 for the Euros. Um, now you're sort of into this next tournament cycle for the World Cup. Um, just, a, just a second. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, so you, you've, you've got the squad down to the 23 for the Euros, but now you're sort of in this next sort of tournament cycle ahead of the World Cup. How widely are you looking beyond your existing cohort for the future and for that World Cup and players that you can bring in? Are you... Are you delving down into the youth teams? Are you looking beyond the sort of 30-ish that have been in and around the team for the last year? How, how widely beyond that are you going? Yeah, well, well, first of all, we want to qualify. So that's our main focus now. Uh, tomorrow, a very important game. 
then Tuesday is the next game. Depends on the, the result tomorrow. We know what we have to, have to do uh, on Tuesday, but obviously we want to win both games. And after that, we look we look ahead um, with our team. We're trying. Hopefully, then we qualify. Of course, then you, you look further, and then you have that time. With our team, we have to perform, and um, we're not a development team. And some points, some moments, you have time to develop. But at the end, when we go into training camps, we have 23 players, um, and um, you're looking for balance. Youngsters that come in, and we predict, which very hard with young players, predict how where they are at the moment and how where they could be next year. Um, and, and balance between who's the best now uh, and can still bring the quality. Uh, so the more experienced players, that doesn't really have to do with age, uh, because we've also seen like Alessia in the Euros, a young player, um, and Latoon in the Euros, a really young player. Chloe's not that old, so we already have some very young players. I can mention even more, also the goalkeepers. So, yeah, it's, it's about the best, about the highest potentials, but most of all right now, qualifying tomorrow and on that qualifying obviously extremely important you kept the same starting 11 throughout the Euros obviously you can't have the same starting 11 you haven't got Ellen um, but it, is it to be are we to expect that there won't be a huge difference to the team in these two games that we saw at the Euros or will you be a little bit more experimental if the opportunity presents itself yeah as we did in the Euros uh, after every game you think um what do we do? What do we need? Uh, um, more in attack, more in defense, the balance between those two moments in the games. And that's what we do now too, um, taking in account that the, the, the squad has changed a little bit. So we do have to make some changes. But um, yeah, again, uh, we're preparing, still finding the balance in the team, and then we make the choices. Awesome, thanks. Thanks, Susie. We'll go to Molly. Hi guys, um, a question for both of you, Serena first if that's okay. You've made huge strides this summer both on the pitch in terms of winning a first major tournament and also off it in terms of the amount of people that watched and have been engaged in women's football. I wonder how hungry you both are for more, not just to settle on what you did this summer but you know to go on and get to the World Cup and to see matches like this in bigger stadiums and just keep that momentum going. Want me to start? Yes, I think she wants me to start. Oh. <laughs> oh yes. Um, yes. Well, of course. Um, when you when you're satisfied with what you're doing right now, you're lost, because the game develops so much, and every country is so eager to improve, and so are we. Uh, the players already said this is just the start. This is just the beginning. Uh, very good beginning, by the way. Uh, but yes, I feel like even though on the 31st of July. Uh, yes, we were parting in, but, but the players are already looking forward. Now, we want to qualify for the World Cup, of course. Uh, that's what you're supposed to do, too, with the stage we're in. And then we want to be successful there, too, and that's what we're working on now. And then that means we have to improve, and we have to work hard every day to make individual improvement, but also as a team when we're together. Yeah, for me, it's it's not just about the here and the now. It's the players that work so hard before us to get get us to where we are, and we're doing the same for the next generation. Um, and totally agree with Serena. If we if we stop now, then you know the game is lost, and and the women's game is nowhere where we want it to be. It's it's huge right now, um, but there's so much more to come from the women's game, which is is super exciting for everyone all over the world. So um, yeah, we're we're certainly not stopping here. And as a player, you've had that kind of history of success with Chelsea. 
does it make you want more once you've had that one trophy? I suppose it, it being kind of new ground with England. Um, I think my mentality stays the same. Um, I love absolutely both. And I think as a player, you don't look whether it's club or international. It's just about whether you want to be successful and, and want to lift trophies. Um, so, yeah, my mentality remains the same and my passion and desire to, to improve and, and help the team in any way. Thank you. Thanks, Molly. We'll go to Catherine. Hi, Serena. Um, obviously, during the Euros, you were so used to having that home support and most of the fans in the stadium being, you know, cheering for England. Obviously, tomorrow night, probably going to be predominantly Austrian fans in the stadium. And sometimes those smaller grounds can sometimes be a bit more intimidating because they're cl closer to the pitch than, than the bigger stadiums sometimes. So, kind of, how have you prepared your team to deal with perhaps one of the more intimidating atmospheres they might have faced so far? Yeah, I, I don't think that will be new for the team. I think we have so many experienced players, um, also with the club teams. Um, that I think some lots of games in the, in the Women's Super League uh, have that amount of people around too. So I think we have lot, enough experience. We're ready for that uh, and focus on, on football. Thanks, Catherine. We'll just go across the room. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Serena. Hi. Um, I'm just wondering, it's obviously your one-year anniversary, all the stats have been wheeled out, unbeaten, 20 games. I'm just thinking about you. Um, what have you learned in the past 12 months, um, maybe about yourself while you've been in charge of the Lionesses? Oh, I've learned so many things. I've learned a lot about English culture, uh, about English football. Um, you know, you get feedback all the time. Uh, what I learned and what I knew already of course that you always have to become a team in staff with players and then you can perform and it's never an individual performance and that's the prettiness of, uh, the, of, of a team sport that's what I enjoy so much so I'm always trying to improve just like the players um, yeah I don't think you need that much detail I think okay. <laughs> okay, thank you Millie just one question after um, I think kind of touched on it but after the highs of this summer is it uh, is it going to be um, a little is it a little flat to, would, could it be a little flat tomorrow walking out for this game after everything that went on at Wembley in the final absolutely not um, we're here to, to qualify for the World Cup that's where our minds are at and as a team we're hungrier than ever after the summer um, I think we've grown as a team on and off the pitch and yeah I think we're just excited to get out there again and, and show what we're about and yeah our minds are totally on getting the job done and, and qualifying Thanks very much we've got time for a final question if there is one if not we'll call it a day there thank you thanks all thanks thank you, thank you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7, with supplies and solutions for every industry, and access to product specialists ready to help. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.